members of Emmanuel Lutheran Church, members of Emmanuel Lutheran Church, family and friends that have gathered here for this joyous installation celebration, brother pastors, and especially to you, my old friend, Pastor Krause. Grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. Text for our meditation this afternoon, the Old Testament reading from Jeremiah 15, and really selected portions from Jeremiah 14, 15, and 16. I'm sure you're glad to hear that. I'll get all three chapters in here today as well. Um, very, very amazing words penned by Jeremiah under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Especially these words, if you utter what is precious and not what is worthless, you shall be as my mouth. Thus saith the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, what were you expecting? You know, there was a lot of buildup. A lot of buildup, you know. You don't know what things are quite going to look like. There's a process that's put in place. What were you expecting? What were you expecting when the bus rolled into town? What were you expecting? Game day was here. What were you expecting? The new Messiah was here. <clears throat> Wood River boy, you know. Fourth person of the Trinity, Scott Frost. What were you expecting? Preseason top 25. What were you expecting? All the hype, all the buildup. Sometimes things don't live up to our expectations. Were you expecting a blowout? Well, maybe you were, but not the other way. Sometimes our expectations are realistic. Sometimes they are not. Sometimes our expectations are spot on. What are your expectations today? Yeah, big game was last night. For Saints fans, the big game is tonight against the Cowboys. But I'm talking right here and right now, when new pastor is installed in a new dual parish, what are you expecting? Are you expecting a pastor who will magically with the snap of his fingers fill up dollars and seats so you'll never have any problems again in the congregation are you expecting a congregation that will always make being in God's house and serving the Lord with gladness their top priority what are you expecting on this day when God, the Holy Spirit, is at work bringing pastor 
and people together. That's what this is. This isn't a, a human arrangement. This is a divine gift, a divine arrangement. God at work bringing pastor and people together. And I would submit to you that the words recorded in the prophet Jeremiah would serve as a good basis for what are valid expectations under the word of God. If you utter what is precious and not what is worthless, you shall be as my mouth. Well, it's very simple, pastor. Only say precious things. Don't say worthless things. Only say precious things. And then you will be the Lord's mouth. That's part of the problem, isn't it? We all have a different definition of what is precious. We all have a different definition of what is important. In the prophet Jeremiah, in chapter 14, the chapter immediately preceding here, God is not happy. God is not happy at all. Why? Because the prophets that he had sent to be as his mouth were not speaking precious things. They were speaking things from their own mind, from their own heart. They were speaking things that made the people very, very happy. They were telling the people what they wanted to hear. Peace, peace. Where there was no peace. And God's condemnation was harsh for prophets who were liars. That's what he calls them. Lying prophets who did not speak the word of God. What are you expecting today? God expects your pastor to speak the word of God to you. The word of law in all of its severity and all of its harshness. The word of gospel in all of its sweetness and all of its purity. By the time we get to chapter 15, God has had it up to here. Not only with lying prophets, but he's had it up to here with people who don't want to hear the word of God. God says, I will not relent. I'm going to put my word in your mouth and you are going to eat it up. You are going to gobble it up and you are going to speak it to the people, whether they want to hear it or not. Just like we sang in our sermon hymn, preach ye the word, whether people want to hear it or not. What are you expecting? Pastor, God expects you to be faithful and to preach the word. People, the people of God in this place, and quite frankly, the people of God wherever you are, God expects you to listen. He expects you to listen. Luther was fond of talking of church this way. He called church a mouth house. A mouth house. 
The mouth of God is at work in the church. And that mouth, God's mouth, is the faithful preacher. What about the rest of the people? They're the ears that hear and believe and live according to the word of God. You will be as my mouth when you speak precious things. In chapter 16, God finally relents. And he relents with the forgiveness of sins. And he does it in an amazing way. He talks about the forgiveness of sins in a way that, well, I can certainly relate to. And if I know anything about this part of the state of Nebraska, I think you probably will relate to it as well. Behold, I am sending for many fishers, declares the Lord, and they shall catch fish. And afterward, I will send for many hunters, and they shall hunt from every mountain and every hill and out on the cliffs of the rocks. For my eyes are on all their ways. They are not hidden from me, nor is their iniquity concealed from my eyes. God describes the proclamation of the gospel in ways of fishing and hunting. Well, Jesus did the same thing. I will make you fishers of men. Here, he says, I want you to fish for fish. I want you to hunt for game. I want you to go out with this message, this only message that saves. Be relentless. Because this message is precious. This message is the forgiveness of sins. One by the one that Jeremiah proclaimed, the bloody death and glorious resurrection of the God-man, Jesus Christ. Pastor Krause, you have lived all but about 15 years of your life outside of the state of Nebraska. In some respects, you have no idea what to expect. Even those 15 months, you still lived in the big city of Lincoln. Loop City and Myrna? It's not Salt Lake City. It's not Houston, Texas. And it is not Lincoln, Nebraska. You will need, just like you did when you went into the heart of Mormonism in Bountiful Utah, you will need to learn the language and the culture of the people so that you can minister to them, so that you can relate to them. Please don't start talking about farming imagery and livestock imagery until you know what you are talking about. But I know you. One of the most conscientious pastors that God has ever made. You will know these people. You will love these people. And you will speak to their heart. 
words that are precious because they are God's word. You need to know something, though, about the people of Nebraska. It's been 11 years. You may have forgotten some of the things that are universal throughout the state. Nebraskans are a very passionate people. We are passionate about football. We are passionate about high school sports. We are passionate about hunting and fishing. We are passionate about pretty much everything that has Nebraska in it or on it. We are a proud people and passionate. And sometimes that passion goes too far. Sometimes that passion for sports or hunting or fishing or whatever becomes a false idol. Sometimes our passion for the things that we love keeps us away from God's house. We get our priorities all mixed up. And God, through Jeremiah, is saying, you need to speak the truth to a people who may not want to hear how they've got their priorities out of whack. My friends, God has loved you enough to send you a preacher who will speak the truth to you. And sometimes that truth will hurt because it will expose your sin. It will expose your idolatry. It will expose all those things that have replaced the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God loves you enough to send you a preacher who will speak God's word to you in season and out of season. Do not expect someone to tell you what your itching ears want to hear, but to tell you the truth of a people, including pastors, who are poor, miserable sinners in need of a Savior. The truth of a God who loves sinners so much that he sends his son into the world to live and die and rise again. A God who loves you so much that he delivers Good Friday and Easter to you at the baptismal font. A God who loves you so much that he brings you the forgiveness of sins in a variety of ways whenever your pastor speaks the words of absolution. Whenever you remember your baptism in contrition and repentance. Whenever you eat and drink Christ's body and blood. Every time you hear the word of God, God is at work loving, forgiving, strengthening, uplifting. My friends, this is what you can expect. This is what you can demand from your pastor. Preach the word. Sir, we would see Jesus. And your pastor will love you all the more 
for it. Today's a big day. Today's a day of expectations. Some of those expectations will be met and some won't be. Uh, I can tell you right now, Pastor Krause is not an expert on Nebraska football. <laughs> he was quite an athlete. If you want to know anything about gymnastics, he's the guy to talk to. Outside of that realm, he's going to be pretty average. Love him. Have mercy on him. Catechize him on what is important in Nebraska. And when things get maybe a little bit too much Nebraska and not enough Jesus, listen to him. Because God has sent him here to speak the truth to you. To be as if God's mouth itself were speaking to you. Today is September 29. For over a thousand years, the church has celebrated a major festival on this particular day. A high feast in the church. St. Michael and all angels. You know what the word angel means? Messenger. And there are several times in scripture where God uses the word angel to refer not to one of the invisible heavenly beings that God has created to worship him and to serve us, but to refer to your pastor. Trust me. After more than 12 months on Vicarage, I can tell you, Pastor Krause is no angel. But he is God's special messenger for you. My friends, today is a great day because God is at work bringing his word, his love, his gifts to you, pastor and people together. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, our expectations in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.